The views Want and opinions your favorite expressed? horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially a Adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. From the gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now, to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. All righty, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Saturday morning. It is a cold morning here in Las Vegas, but I can tell you this right now, folks. It's always fast, firm, and perfect in the race books, and thus will be today here at the South Point. We come to you live and direct from the South Point uh, studios at the South Point uh, Hotel Casino here on the Fabulous Strip in Las Vegas, and of course, uh, covering the world on many different platforms like our websites, racedaylasvegas.com.vegas.world.global. 
Uh, your iPhone or your Android, uh, you can get the KSHP app and put it on there. You can hear us now on that, and as well as uh, many different podcasts around. And, of course, at South Point Studio on YouTube. Go to YouTube. Go to Punch in South Point Studio. You'll get to us. You can see us. You can hear us. And you please get to, to subscribe. A lot of people have subscribed and then... They thought they subscribed and didn't, and they went on and off, but uh, just hit subscribe and subscribe, and uh, you'll be all set and ready to go, and it's uh, free of charge, not a, no problem there. So we welcome everybody, however, wherever wherever you get us. And, of course, here in Las Vegas, our anchor radio station, KSHB Sports Talk, 1400 AM and 107.1, uh, 107.1 FM on the FM dial. So get us any way you can. That's for sure. We welcome you to the show on this Saturday morning. And uh, right now, I think the weather is going to be the big factor as far as racing around the country. Now, here in Las Vegas, left my house, it was below freezing. And uh, right now, it's about uh, 38 degrees, etc. We're going to get up to around 55, 58 degrees here. And this is the way the weather is going to be like for the foreseeable future here in Las Vegas. No precipitation is anticipated here. But we will have some wind going through uh, the uh, valley uh, today and uh, tomorrow, which will give us a, a little bit of a wind chill factor. But as I say, always fast, firm, and perfect in the books. Now, as far as the country is concerned, it's a mess going through the East Coast. I mean, you've got a lot of, I mean, insurmountable rain going through uh, Florida. You've got uh, the, that same front going through uh, the east coast and up into the northeast, and it depends on where this this storm is moving, and and the the obviously the temperatures there is going to be a mix of rain and snow in places, so it might be a real mess coming with the uh, racing conditions on the east coast today. So keep that in mind as far as that's concerned. Got a coast to coast pick five today uh, from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. That coast-to-coast pick five will encompass the ninth race at Gulfstream, the 10th race at Gulfstream, the 5th at Santa Anita, the 11th at Gulfstream, and the 7th at Santa Anita. Now, that coast-to-coast pick five goes around 1 o'clock this afternoon Pacific time. But I can tell you, there could be a lot of uh, changes going on as far as the track conditions and scratches are concerned, especially in the three races that are at Gulfstream because they're getting uh, really bad weather over there. So we'll wait and see about that. A couple of news items to get to, but before we... Do that. I want to bring in uh, John Lendo. John, you're in studio this morning again. Good morning. Yeah, it's warm here. I like it here. It's, it's warm <laughs> in the studio, that's for sure. But a little chilly out there. But well, that's okay. Yeah, you can, you know, it's winter racing, so yeah. we'll, we'll deal with the conditions and uh, we'll stay inside. All right. So uh, you've been uh, keeping track of uh, what's going on as far as the weather on the East Coast. Any updates on any of the tracks, etc.? Uh, if you're playing the fairgrounds in New Orleans today, they are off the grass. Uh, they're going to move the post times up a little bit at Aqueduct today to try and beat with uh, an incoming snowstorm. So. First post time will stay the same. I know you'll go through the first post times later on. Yeah. Uh, but the time between races in New York will be a little bit shorter, and we don't have the conditions yet for Gulfstream Park. Interested to see what happens with that. Yeah. If the turf races stay on the turf with that coast to coast. Oh yeah. There's a lot of rain. A lot of rain. The the weather map that I've got right now, as far as the East Coast is concerned, there's a big front that's going through Florida, making its way, you know, into the uh, Atlantic. But uh, and there's a lot of snow and uh, rain and sleet and all that stuff that's going to just hit the entire east coast and the mid part of the country is clear so i guess maybe oakland park's in good shape today maybe 
and uh, Southern California. However, there is another front coming through the northern part of the uh, West Coast, uh, Washington and Oregon, and of course, Northern California. We'll see how far that front comes if it it goes uh, low enough. Uh, to get into Southern California, but uh, you hear anything about that, and and maybe for tomorrow's racing, Southern California, we should be fine. I think we're expecting a little weather early next week, but we should be good this weekend down at Santa Anita. All right, good. Uh, well, interesting day of racing yesterday at Santa Anita, no doubt. I mean, there were uh, not a lot of big priced winners, but there were a lot of really odds on favorites that got beat yesterday, making the payoffs not too shabby. Yeah, it was amazing to see how many horses were sitting on the board, three to five, even two to five. Uh, a lot of them get upset. You weren't, we're not talking 20-to-1 upsets, but if you beat a lot of those odds on horses, the rolling bets ended up paying up pretty good. The late pick five yesterday was $717. Even the early pick five with the relatively short fields was over, I think, $480, something Four, like that. 487 yeah, so, yeah hey, the I, numbers weren't bad. Don't you, don't you step out of there and not congratulate yourself. On the Lindo Report yesterday, you had the late pick four on the Lindo Report. It was an $18 play, folks. That's all you do is $18, and you got back $153.35. Now, that may not sound like a, enough, but I got to tell you, for 18 bucks, that's great. Yeah, well, we'll, t- we'll take the profit, right, as long as we're trying to find value. And uh, you know, you, you, hopefully you find something with a little bit more meat on the bones, but you take what you can get. Well, the thing is, you can't take what they're not going to give you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so that uh, that's a g- good job on the Lender Report. And don't forget, folks, you'll have a Lender Report again today for Santa Anita and the Coast to Coast Pick 5. You covered that, too, didn't you? I did. That's why I want to see how those uh, the two grass races at, at uh, Gulfstream are both stakes races. So I'm yeah. hoping they keep those on the grass. There's one dirt race, but that shouldn't be affected. If it comes up sloppy, that's fine. Okay, and that's the uh, so you can get the, all the selections at Santa Anita today, plus all the goody information, and another suggested late pick four on that sheet, as well as the coast-to-coast pick five. It's all in one comprehensive sheet. And, of course, it's only here at the South Point, free of charge for you, the Lindell Report. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, certainly get a pick off of that Lindell Report a little bit later on at Santa Anita. Hey, i got to tell you, but Steve Knapp is just, he's just staying hot, isn't he? <laughs> he had a good day yesterday. He he won three races, yeah. and then he won, at the claim box, he won two shakes uh, for a horse that, that won, mm-hmm. uh, Top Gun Tommy, and a horse that ran second, uh, Paleo's Princess. So overall, he had a really good day as a trainer yesterday at Santa Anita. Yep, and Vladimir uh, 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 Sarin had a couple of wins as well. That's nice to see. Yeah, it was, and uh, he's a little he's always a little bit under the radar. I, I like Vlado, and uh, it was good to see him get in the winner's circle, not once but twice. And as far as the uh, jockeys uh, were concerned, it looked like uh, nobody had more than one win yesterday. No, uh, uh, Frankie Dettori Frankie had Dettori. three. Yeah, 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 Frankie Dettori had three. Uh, pardon me, Paisano. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about him yesterday. You got him to the winner's Yeah, circle. Frankie DeTore got uh, three yesterday, so that was nice out at Santa Anita. And uh, as far as uh, the other racetracks, uh, you know, uh, we're talking about uh, Aqueduct. Aqueduct, uh, their pick six paid $2,871, and uh, the highest-priced winner yesterday at Aqueduct paid $13.60. So a lot of people were right on the mark yesterday at Aqueduct. A lot of favorites there. Uh, Kendrick Carmouche had a couple of wins, and so did uh, Lane Luzzy there. And uh, for the most part, it was uh, pretty close to the best at Aqueduct yesterday as well. And, of course, uh, Gulfstream Park, Jonathan Ardoon gave us a horse there. It ran big, but he ran third in that race. And so we'll wait and uh, get some more picks out of you guys today, that's for sure. A little bit on the racing news now. Uh, one thing that, uh, you know, I kind of expected, really, because with the 
the shorter racing weeks now at racetracks. They don't go, a lot of tracks don't go Wednesday through Sunday anymore. They'll go like uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like Santa Anita, Thursday through Sunday and other places. And of course, you don't have 10 races or nine races. A lot of tracks have eight, and Penn National only has seven. So when you take down the volume of uh, opportunities, both in racing days and races themselves, and then the field sizes themselves, you're not going to get a lot of people playing a lot of action. And so what happened was the total wagering on thoroughbred races last year at U.S. racetracks declined 3.7% compared to 2022. But you got to think that uh, that, you know, that is, you know, a byproduct of uh, the opportunities of of betting horses and uh, betting the races with uh, good prices in it. But also, it has something to do with the computer betting. I think so, Ralph. Uh, You know, like you say, some smaller fields, maybe a little few, fewer racing days, it's going to contract a little bit. But I know for the regular horse player guys like me, trying to go up against those computer-assisted wagering uh, groups that lay in all that money and you see the late odds changes, it makes me make less win wagers than I ever have in Southern sure. California. And I, I want to play, yeah. but uh, I'm betting based on value. So if I don't know I'm going to get the 4-1 to one that I see in the tote board, or if I think I'm not, I won't play. So. Well, you know, four to one. If if it became nine eighty or nine sixty, it wouldn't be. It That's wouldn't okay. be so bad. But I mean, we had a horse not too many weeks ago that uh, left the starting gate at nine to two, won the race, and paid seven dollars. That's a hit. Yeah, you're talking about forty percent of your value gone. Yeah, yeah. So I think that had a lot to do with it too. We'll wait and see how that uh, works out. Of course, uh, folks, uh, when we uh, move through two thousand twenty four, and how they're going to handle some of that stuff. What they're handling in Maryland is a, uh, I don't know, maybe a rippling shock with the uh, Preakness not being run at Pimlico. It seems like the Preakness is going to be shifted over to Laurel Park for a couple of years. I think it's starting in now uh, 2025 because um, the folks that own Mar- uh, the uh, Pimlico Racecourse are, are selling it, right? Leasing it, selling it? Right. First Racing, which also owns yeah. Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park, they're going to deed Pimlico Racecourse. To, to Maryland, the, Mar- the, state, the state of Maryland. Maryland. They're going to run and operate that. They're going to use the money. They had about $375 million in bonds ready to go about three years ago. Yeah, you remember To do that. renovations, yeah. but nothing ever got done. No. So at this point, I'm sure the bill's a lot higher than that, but they're going to use that money to rebuild uh, Pimlico and get it, uh, you know, try and get it at least, you know, yeah. up, to, up to date. Yeah. And uh, they'll, they'll get back to having the Preakness at Pimlico. They'll run the, the Preakness there this year. The next two years, they'll run it at Laurel while they're doing the development and right. rebuild, and then they'll go back to Pimlico, and it'll be operated at that point, not by First Racing, but a nonprofit group that will oversee the Maryland racing. But First Racing, I understand, kept the in- intellectual uh, property of the Preakness, which means everything that surrounds it, or uh, they still own that, right? Right. All you know, everything, all the naming and the branding yeah. of the Preakness, and and I, I think the Black Eyed Susan as well. Yeah. Uh, that remains with First Racing, but the day to day operations and running the racetrack will no longer be a First Racing product. Well, I think that's saving Maryland uh, racing uh, for sure, and I think it's saving uh, Maryland horsemen because you know sooner or later when that's done at Pimlico, Laurel Park, is they got to sell that place. Right, eventually they'll, they'll use one other facility as a training facility, yeah. whether it be Laurel or Bowie or something else, mm-hmm. uh, but that has yet to be determined. All right. Well, we got uh, we got racing there at least today, so let's, uh, let's keep uh, our fingers crossed for Maryland racing. And I guess... This could be a prototype model for some other things that might happen years uh, down the road, but we'll wait and see about that. Right now, we're worried about 
uh, getting some winners for you today in racing, that's for sure. Jonathan Hardoon is standing by with us. I'm sure I'll have a thought or two about our conversation here. And, of course, uh, John Lendl will be uh, giving us a pick. Rich Eng will be along. we got to ask Richie about a couple of NFL games, especially one game that is perceived to be really a playoff game today in the NFL and, of course, the national championship for college uh, football on Monday. And, of course, uh, we'll have uh, all of that plus your racing menu, et cetera. So I guess without any further ado, we'll go to our first break, get you a start with the uh, racing menu coming out of that, and then we'll hook up with Jonathan Hardoon. I'm sure he has a thought or two about what we (laughs) talked about. So don't go away. Remember, go to South Point, get YouTube, South Point Studio, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you so much. We will be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Day Las Vegas for this Saturday. We'll get right into the racing menu and uh, get you the racetracks that are available today. John Lendo keeping track on what's going on as far as the latest things happening is weather related for the um, the racing menu today. And, and, and you got an update, John. Well, Tampa Bay is now off the turf today. Their, their main track will be sloppy. And then tonight, if you'd like to play the night races, Charlestown has canceled. No racing in Charlestown. All right. And uh, I'm sure more changes to come. So we'll get started with your racing menu, reminding you that the first post-entry broadcast on the show each and every racing day reflect that of the Pacific time zone because that's where we're at here in Las Vegas. These will be the first post times that roll out in the race book right here. We are in the Pacific time zone. If you are listening in any other time zone on all those platforms that we talked about at the start of the show, uh, adjust the first post time from your time zone to the Pacific time zone so you uh, don't miss anything. I don't want you to miss a make a bet or a winner. So, God, I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. Okay, here's the menu for today. And it's as it stands right now. There could be changes coming as the weather permits. So at Gulfstream Park today... First post time is 9:10, 11 races. As uh, as John said, uh, th- this is part of the Coast to Coast Pick Five, and there are three stakes races. They all come in the last three races of the card at Gulfstream. The Ginger Brew, which is scheduled at a mile on the turf for three-year-old fillies, will be the ninth race on the card. There's a full field right now, but expect some scratches in that one. Five to two favorite there is Ozara with uh, Tyler Gaffleon. Make that 2-1 to one on Life and Audible at 2-1 uh, to one, uh, from the post-12 for Ired Ortiz Jr. So those two will vie for favoritism if they both go. The 10th race is the Limehouse. 
three-year-olds going six furlongs, seven in the race before scratches. Favoritism will be between the seven-to-five favorite Valiant Force and the nine-to-five second choice Cuban Thunder. That's the Limehouse, the 10th. Then the 11th race will be the Diana Beach Stakes at a mile scheduled for the turf for three-year-olds. It's the 11th race on the card. Ten are entered. Eight-to-five favorite there is a gate road with I. Red Ortiz Jr. First post-time at Gulfstream with her pick-six jackpot carryover of $96,929 set at 910-910 first post at Gulfstream today. Then we go to the Big A, Aqueduct in New York. Now, uh, Jonathan Hardoon obviously standing by, and as far as the aqueduct races are concerned, uh, we don't have uh, too much on scratches or changes yet from there. We will wait and see, but aqueduct has nine races. They're expecting uh, storms coming up, and as you said, John, they are going to shorten up the post times between races. Right, regular, the same first post time, but less time between races. Yeah, they're going to try to get it in before the uh, possible snow comes in there at aqueduct. Now, you got nine races. First post time is 9.20 at Aqueduct. And a couple of stakes races as well. The Jerome, which is for three-year-olds, that holds 10 points for the Kentucky Derby leaderboard. That'll be the third race on the card, a mile for three-year-olds. Five are going in at a competitive five. This is going to be a good race. It's a competitive five. The morning line favorite is Drum Roll Please at Even Money with Javier Castellano. Of course, Jonathan Ardun will give us a little bit on that. It is trained by Brad Cox. All right, and then later on, the uh, eighth race is the $150,000 Ladies Stakes. Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up at a mile and one-eighth. A field of six in that one before it scratches. And again, a good competitive race for this six-pack. Two-to-one favorite there is Saddle Up Jesse with uh, Mr. Sheldon Russell aboard. So you got nine at Aqueduct. First post time is 9.20. And again, we're keeping an eye on the weather there. And they're going to shorten up post times after the first race starts they're going to shorten post times up between races so keep that in mind laurel park which uh, also is uh, part of that front going through there on the east coast laurel park has nine races their first post time at laurel is set at 925 925 at laurel today and uh we'll wait and see about the weather there tampa bay downs uh, you got the uh, latest on tampa bay they're coming off the turf john they are off the turf at tampa main track sloppy <laughs> all right well you know the 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 weather down, down there in Florida, they got hit hard by all the rain and storms. Uh, Tampa Bay has a pick-six jackpot carryover of $8,038. Nine races, first post time is at 9.30. Then we get to Oaklawn Park, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Now, Oaklawn Park, they had the weather went through there yesterday. I don't know how, how the weather is there today. It looks like it's going to be clearing out, though. Ten races today at Oaklawn. Their feature race is the Pippin Stakes, a $150,000 race for Phillies and Mares, four-year-olds and up at a mile and 16th. A field of five there. And again, although it's a short field, it's very competitive. You got the nine to five favorite there is uh, Ice Orchard. Two to one second choice is Misty Vale. Longest price in the five Philly and Mayor field is at eight to one. So you know it's going to be a competitive race. That's the ninth on the card at Oaklawn. First post time is at 1030 at Oaklawn Park. Then you got the fairgrounds. They got 10 races at the fairgrounds. Uh, we got an update on the fairgrounds? No no turf at the fairgrounds today. No turf racing at the fairgrounds. Take them off the turf. A couple of $100,000 stakes races. They are the Gary P. Palmasano Memorial. That'll be the sixth race on the card at six furlongs. Eight to five favorite there is Byron and, Bra- Byron and Burrow. Uh, and, of course, uh, the uh, second of the $100,000 stakes races of the two is the Bob F. Wright. 
That'll be the eighth race at six furlongs for Phillies and Mares four-year-olds and up. A seven-horse field there before scratches. Ova charged at seven to five. Ovia V for favoritism between her and Free Like a Girl at nine to five on the morning line. Ten races, fairgrounds. First post time is at 10.45. Sunland Park has all quarter horse racing today. Nine quarter horse races. First post time at Sunland is 11.25. 11.25 at Sunland Park today. Then you have Santa Anita. The great race place. Santa Anita is first post time is at 12 high noon. 12 noon. Weather looks fine at Santa Anita. Not a problem. Uh, the feature race today is the San Vicente. At uh, seven furlongs for three-year-olds, that's the eighth race on the card. A field of six, four to five favorite there is Muth. That's at least the way they pronounce it. Juan Hernandez riding for Bob Baffert in the San Vicente. That's the favorite in the eighth. Nine races overall at uh, Santa Anita with the first post time again of 12 high noon. And then you got Golden Gate. Golden Gate has a super high five carryover, $6,800. They also have a pick five. That's the late pick five, John? Yes, it is. Yes. The late pick five carryover. Oh, wait, excuse me. Golden Gate, early pick five. Okay, early pick five at uh, Golden Gate. Golden Gate's early pick five carryover, $23,632. That early pick five obviously starts in the first race. First race post time is 12.45. 12.45 at Golden Gate today. By the way, uh, back at the fairgrounds, they also have a pick five carryover there. And it's a regular pick five at the fairgrounds as well. That's $25,902. Turfway Park is next on the menu. Turfway Park has uh, their stakes races, the Turfway Preview. Three-year-olds at six and a half furlongs. This is a preview for the uh, big stakes race they got there later on in the card uh, for uh, Kentucky Derby points. None today, however. The six and a half furlong Turfway Preview for three-year-olds is the sixth race on the card. Seven go to the post. Vote no is nine to five. And uh, Joe Shiesty is two to one on the morning line. They'll be uh, vying for the favoritism there. Turfway Park has a super high five carryover of $6,245. And again, their first post time at Turfway. Their pick six jackpot carryover, by the way, $2,043 as well. First post time, $255. Then we have Delta Downs. Delta Downs has nine races. Their first post time is $305. Charlestown has been canceled. No racing today at Charlestown. They were on the menu. They have been canceled already. And then we wrap it up with Los Alamitos in Southern California. Los Alamitos, first post time, 6 o'clock. Four thoroughbred races, two mixed breed, three-quarter horses make up the menagerie there. And again, first post time at Los Al this evening is at 6 o'clock, and that is your racing menu for today. But remember, with the weather going through the country, there's going to be some more changes, scratches, and possibly cancellations. We don't know, but for now, it's just Charlestown. Now we are going to go to Jonathan Hardoon standing by. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? Good I'm morning, good. John. Nice to see you. Good to see you, Jonathan. Well, my man, uh, East Coast, you guys are getting barraged there, huh? No, no, not yet. Uh, they're going to probably make it through the day at Aqueduct. Uh, they moved the post times up, as you guys mentioned, and they're going to try to rush through the card before the weather hits. New York is going to be mostly rain. Outside of New York, they're going to get slammed uh, up in Saratoga. They're expecting uh, 10 to 12 inches, so we're hunkering down. All right, Jonathan, uh, you know, to, uh, what you, uh, the racing was pretty close to uh, coil yesterday at uh, Aqueduct, though, right? Yeah, the, they had a lot of shorter fields. Um, hopefully today the card is better. And uh, today you only have two late scratches on the entire card, so that's certainly good. 
By the way, you guys were talking about the, the Preakness moving to Pimlico and uh, the Belmont Stakes is moving to Saratoga. Where's the Derby going to run? <laughs> well, let's let's race it at Turfway Park. Don't uh, Churchill own Turfway? I mean, you know, let's uh, just get it around going, you know. I'm synthetic. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's been there's always been talk, especially be, before uh, the uh, Triple Crown was finally broke again by uh, American Pharaoh, but, uh, you know, uh, it was always uh, meant to be, uh, you know, like people were always talking about changing it, lengthening, shortening the Belmont, lengthening the, you know, time between races because it was getting so tough. So now let's just change the tracks. Everything's up for discussion <laughs> at this point. That's what they're doing. <laughs> but uh, God forbid they should ever change a triple crown. It is what it is, and it should always stay that way. Six weeks to get you know all the races in, and uh, it's a true test for a champion. But at least, Jonathan, we do know that uh, the Belmont Stakes will go back to Belmont. I mean, these are uh, changes that are happening because the racetracks that host these uh, triple crown races, at least two of them, are being refurbished and remodeled and rebuilt to, to you know, because time has taken its toll on those tracks, and it has taken its toll on uh, Churchill Downs as well. But they at Churchill Downs, they have managed to um, update and, and remodel that track uh, section by section and not get in the way with the uh, Kentucky Derby. So in a couple of years, we'll have the uh, Triple Crown back to where the tracks they should be at uh, nicer facilities. Yeah, and remember, the Belmont Stakes, which is always a mile and a half, at Saratoga, it will only be a mile and a quarter, so they may attract a bigger field, you know, who knows. Uh, all you could do is try it, and unfortunately, this is a situation that we have, and we have to deal with it. I think it'll be okay, though. And we got a, so we got, we got a horse in the uh, Jerome today for Mr. Uh, Cox, as you know. Uh, drum roll, please. I know he's got an abundance of three-year-olds, uh, as does Bob Baffert and, you know, uh, 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 Todd uh, Pletcher, etc. What about this horse today? He's even money on the morning line. Well, I have a connection to this horse. This is one of the horses my uh, son purchased for Gold Square Stable, mm -hmm. and uh, they've had a lot of success. And this horse ran exceptionally well last time out. The day that he ran in door knock one, if you made the front that day at Aqueduct, you were home. Nobody came from behind. Nobody passed the horse. Uh, but this horse and the horse that ran second, a uh, Chad Brown horse that they paid over $3 million for, they actually ran the two best races of the day that day because they came from out of it. And, uh, you know, he, he really finds a soft spot here for, for a graded stake that's giving you points for the Derby. So they're happy with the situation. He get a, he should get a great trip right behind the speed and he's going to get first run and he's going to be three to five, but, uh, he looks like, uh, the real deal here. And we already might, we want to remind everybody that Aqueduct is a mile and one eighth in circumference. And so this will be a one turn, one mile event, right? Right, he's cutting back in distance. He went a mile and eighth last time. That was around two turns. Now he cuts back to a mile. All right. Uh, well, uh, time to get started with some selections, Jonathan. All right, let's go to Aqueduct and look at the ninth and final. And I like the number seven horse in here, Striking Speed. Uh, this is a seven-year-old gelding from the Wayne Potts barn, but he's in top form now. He draws a good outside post. He's going to get first run. Dylan Davis aboard to ride nine to two on the morning line. I like number seven, Striking Speed, to win today's ninth and final at Aqueduct. All right, we got a singleton in the anchor of the uh, pick six, the late pick five, late pick four, late pick three, and late double. In the ninth and final race, the seven striking speed. Jonathan Hardoon's play at Aqueduct. What's next? 
Let's go to Santa Anita and look at race number seven, six and a half furlongs down the hillside turf course. And this, these are my favorite races. I love the races where they come down the hill. And the number four horse in here, Miss Lizzie, a four-year-old filly from the Doug O'Neill barn, Antonio Frasu aboard to ride. She cuts back in distance today, and that's a, uh, an automatic play for me. She's listed at five to one on the morning line. She's an improving horse, getting better with each start. 13 career starts, and she's hit the board eight times. She's a real horse. She tries every time. Number four, Miss Lizzie, five to one in the morning line, upsets and wins today's seventh race out at Santa Anita. All right, Jonathan, I know John Lendo, on your sheet, you have this horse as your best bet on the card today. Do you guys think we're going to get five to one? I don't know. It's a pretty wide open race. We should get, I'd say, seven to two at least. So I think the until the, yeah. I think until, the price will be fair. Of course, the computer guys are. We're always at, always at the mercy of uh, that. Uh, if she's winning the race, we're always at the mercy of changing the odds. That's for sure. But in any case, Jonathan, uh, the good news. Yeah, the good news is a nine horse field. So you know we have field sizes. You know, hopefully the field stays intact. And I'm glad to know that I'm on the same horse that John Lindos. Well, uh, you guys are. Uh, you guys got. Uh, Pretty sharp uh, handicapping tools at your disposal, that's for sure. So in the seventh race, the four, Miss Lizzie, is your pick. Now, Jonathan, you did four sheets again, uh, four full handicapping sheets for the listeners out there. If they want to get them at your website, they are Santa Anita, Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Oaklawn Park. And i got to tell you, uh, Oaklawn Park, uh, they had the, the first real kind of bad spell of weather going through their last couple of days, but uh, it's I like the racing. It's good racing there, Oaklawn, right now. You know, it's interesting, Ralph. The track was off. They didn't seal it. They let them run over a sloppy racetrack the way they used to do at every track in the country. And uh, I think it's good, and it, it's fair racing. You could win on the lead. You could win from behind. Uh, you know, if you like it, you like it. And uh, I think that's good. I don't like when they mess with the tracks and they squeeze the water out of them and they seal them. Those aren't, you know, you don't get a true run race there. Not only that, I think it's better on the horses, to be honest with you. I do, too. I think that this a sealed track, I think, is uh, dangerous for horses because it's hard, John. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, a, a lot like Churchill Downs, Oaklawn's main track handles water really, really well. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't change the, the, the track profile. I think horses get over it either way, and it dries out really fast when the weather gets good. Yeah, good stuff there. All right, Jonathan, thanks a lot. Uh, you can go back to work now and get the snow shovel out. <laughs> Hey guys, see you tomorrow. Stay safe and do well. Thank All right, you. you got it, my man. Hey, we're going to a break, and when we come back, uh, I see Rich Ang getting ready and set to join us. That's for sure. We'll have a uh, thought about uh, some football today in the NFL in the final week of the regular season of the NFL before, of course, we get to the playoffs. But there's one of two games today, believe it or not, that is a playoff. In essence, in reality, it is. The loser of that game today. We'll sit home with us and watch the Super Bowl from a seat. We'll be right back. Don't go away. South Point Studio YouTube. Subscribe. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. When a first responder or veteran doesn't return home and leaves behind a young family, Tunnel to Towers supports them. The foundation pays off their mortgages and lifts their financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and Fallen First Responder Home Program. Through their Smart Home Program, catastrophically injured veterans and first responders regain their independence with a mortgage-free home, especially at 
adapted to meet their unique physical needs. Tunnel to Towers also provides housing assistance and services to our nation's homeless veterans through their Homeless Veteran Program. They are helping more than 2,000 in 2023 because no veteran should be living on the streets of the country they signed up to protect. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices made by our nation's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. this Saturday. I want to remind everybody, as John Lindo did, uh, with the trying to beat the races before the bad weather gets in in New York, they're going to shorten up post times. And from the first race post time, which is uh, set at uh, 9.20 our time, by the time they get to the last race, the ninth race, they are going to chop off 20 minutes uh, incrementally throughout the day. But by the end of the day, the last race is going to go 20 minutes earlier than what is posted in your racing form, et cetera. Keep that in mind. Let's go to uh, Rich Ang standing by right now. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Good morning, John Lindo. Hey, Richie. Well, you know, we got a playoff game today, Rich. <laughs> hey, before I get to the football, I want to give a real quick anecdote because I heard you guys talking about the Triple Crown with Jonathan. Uh-huh. When I started horse racing, I started the week of the 1979 uh, Belmont Stakes for a spectacular bid. And believe it or not, one of the angles that the writers were writing in the Belmont Park press box was, is the Triple Crown too easy to win? That's because <laughs> if you remember that era in the 70s, you had Secretariat, you had Affirmed, you had Seattle Slough, and it sure looked like Spectacular Bid was going to be the fourth Triple Crown winner of that decade. But I thought you and the listeners would be uh, get a chuckle out of hearing that. Were you one of the uh, staff uh, at uh, Aqueduct, uh, the, the, I mean, at Belmont that day in New York that had to go down and interview uh, when he lost, and they, they found out that he stepped on a safety pin in his uh, stall that morning? Well, I didn't have to get quotes at that point. I was still the uh, at the bottom of the totem pole, Ralph. Mm-hmm. But it came uh, like a couple of days later, but Delp had that story, yeah. uh, which we assume, I guess, is true, is that the horse bid stepped on a safety pin and it punctured his hoof or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and I remember the famous line that Buddy Delp had. He said that when they asked him how a spectacular bid uh, stacked up against other great horses, he said, this is the greatest horse I ever looked through a bridle. 
Well, you might have been right, though. Yeah, that, yeah. that four-year-old season was one of the best years any horse yeah, ever had. No kidding. All right. Football. Yeah, the, uh, the you know the game I'm going to make an official pick in is the first game, uh, 467, uh, 468, Pittsburgh Steelers against uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I really like Baltimore. They're, they're a home dog, uh, plus three. They were plus four earlier in this week. And I mentioned yesterday, Ralph, that uh, just because teams have to win a football game doesn't mean they are going to win a football game. Pittsburgh needs to win to make the playoffs, but there's like five different scenarios that yeah. have to occur. Yeah. I read that on NFL.com. So they're, they're still a very, very big long shot to get in, even if they win. Baltimore's sitting a lot of kids, including uh, Lamar Jackson. But, you know, Huntley, the, the backup quarterback, he started nine games for uh, John Harbaugh. He's 6-3 and three straight up. And if you remember last winter, he almost upset the Cincinnati Bengals mm-hmm. playing quarterback. Jackson was out. So uh, I, I think the Ravens, uh, this is a division game. I, I like the Ravens. Uh, actually, might sprinkle in a little uh, money line at uh, plus three. I got to tell you, they're at home and they're the underdog, and that just doesn't sit well with a lot of people, that's for sure. So you like the Baltimore Ravens, bet number 468, getting points at home, and it's a 130 uh, kickoff uh, Pacific time on ESPN. All right, let's get a horse from uh, San Anita now. Yeah, let's go to race number five, Ralph. It's uh, six furlongs on the grass. I like the number three, El Ray Ray, uh, listed at five to one in the morning line. Uh, I probably uh, doubt we'll get five to one with Flavion Pratt riding, but this horse, uh, he picks up the mount from uh, Abel Cedillo, who's at uh, Turkway Park this winter, but this horse should be flying late. Uh, we'll go 25 win place, two for the RI, number three, El Ray Ray in the fifth. All right, number uh, three, El Ray Ray in the fifth race, the anchor race in the early pick four and early pick five. The uh, three in the fifth race is your play. And don't forget, Richie, we're going to put you on the uh, on the line tomorrow about the college football championship game on Monday as well, okay? Yeah, I can't wait, Ralph. Can't wait. All right, you got it. Thanks a lot. Don't forget, Rich Ang's uh, selections for all of the races at San Anita right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. Just go there, click Richie's icon, you'll get it. We'll be back with more of the race day show. Thanks a lot, Rich. Hey, thanks, Rob. Good luck, everybody. All right. Don't forget, subscribe at uh, YouTube. Go to South Point Studio and subscribe. We'll be right back. Finishing up the show with uh, John Lendo's pick and, of course, uh, Jerry Jackowitz when he gets here, that's for sure. We'll wait and see if he has his dog or not. Anyhow, we'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. The 
Race Day Las Vegas show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, we want to remind you, of course, that there's uh, several great shows on this uh, South Point Studio uh, feed as well, the simulcasting, so make sure you sign up and uh, get uh, subscribed, It's uh, and it's free. John Lendo. Uh, we're looking at your uh, sheet now, and uh, you got the late, uh, you got that coast-to-coast uh, -coast pick five at uh, Gulfstream Park. Really important for people to start handicapping that. And, and yet there's no, there's no late changes. We don't know if they're going to run on the turf or not yet at Gulfstream, correct? I, I'm looking for changes. I see nothing yet from Gulfstream Park. It would help the horse players to get those out as early yeah. as possible, especially since they have a a nine nine uh, ten a.m. start, yeah, start right, here, right, and so at least our time. So, yeah. you know, it's just over an hour away. Uh, let's get the changes up so we can do some handicapping. Yeah, it's nine ten, uh, and I believe. Uh, let me see. I they haven't uh, said anything about shortening up their post times either. No. So we'll no. wait and see about that. All right, but Santa Anita should be clear, fast, and firm. And guess what? You were telling me on the break. That may be the only racetrack in the country today that has turf racing. Depending on what Gulfstream Park yeah. does today, Santa Anita, if you want grass racing, that's where you're going to have to play. you got wow. five races today on the grass at Santa Anita. That is amazing. Okay, now your Linda report has all the races today at Santa Anita, a suggested late pick four at Santa Anita where you hit yesterday. You have the coast-to-coast -coast pick five as well. It's all on one comprehensive sheet and all the uh, other uh, pertinent information at the bottom of it. One comprehensive sheet, and it's right here at the South Point, in the race book, free of charge, complimentary here because they love horse players. I love working with the South Point, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, for a Friday afternoon yesterday, that, that race book was packed. It was oh, great. yeah. They were, they were playing. We got yeah. players out there. People want to play. And, uh, you know, sometimes we get uh, very limited opportunities to play. And uh, certainly, we, we, but we got a good card today at San Anita, I believe. I think so, too. Yeah. I, I like some horses on this card. All right. Well, let's get started. Give me a pick. I'm going to go up against Richie Yang in the fifth race today. I like number two, Money Makes Money. Uh, first time out, didn't break, was running on the far turn, moving up, and got shut off. Huh. Still re-rallied again and really finished well and uh, galloped out way in front. Of, he, he ran a super race first time out. Uh -huh. He should move forward. I think he's got more tactical speed than he was allowed to show last time. Humberto Rispoli, who rode him first time out, he starts a four-day suspension today. So you have the Woodbine leading rider, Kazushi Kimura, taking over. Just break here a little bit, come out in a good spot from the inside, and I think you can get the job done. Four to one on the program. Number two, money makes money. Race number five, Santa Anita. A couple of things. One, uh, because of this rider on him, we could probably hold the price as much as possible. And let me tell you, Camaro can ride. He was the leading rider up there, yeah. and that's a long meet of Woodbine. Yeah. So, and, and he came down last, last winter, and he and showed he could ride out yeah, there. Yeah, he was successful last year down there, too. Okay, so in the fifth race, you like uh, the two money makes money. So we have a Sirocco play going on here between you and Richie. So in the fifth race, the Sirocco play is the exact box of 2-3-3-2. Two, three, three, two. You like the two. Richie likes the three. And, of course, uh, the rest of the Lino Report. Remember, he said he likes some horses on today's card. You can get the Lino Report here at the South Point free of charge. Let's go to Jerry Jackowitz standing by now. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. I see you have uh, your office door open, so your, uh, equal, your compatriot there, your canine can come and join you if he wants to. No hat today. Yeah, no hat today. Yeah, no, they're already in, so... Um, okay, no hat. No need to uh, close the door. Anyway, okay. um, 
Yeah, we, we'll figure it out. We'll figure All right, it. now, uh, anyway. your power pages you sent out were um, for wet a wet track, right? No, they're for a fast track today. A fast track today? Yeah, because according to the weather report, the revised weather report, I've gotten 52 revisions on this weather report, uh-huh. the, the weather won't come until about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so most of the races should be fast. But, I mean, I didn't look at, I didn't get a chance to look at the uh, scratches, so maybe it's already raining there. I don't know. All right, let me check. Uh, they say right now on their website, the track is fast, mostly cloudy, 34 degrees. Track is fast. There's only two scratches. One comes in the fourth race, number one, Egypt, and the ninth race, part of the entry, Maitre Porciento, is scratched. The other half of the entry goes. Those are only two scratches on the card today at, uh, at uh, Aqueduct at this time, Jerry. Right, and, and things could change. But uh, I'm going to give you a play early in the race card at Aqueduct in the second race. Okay. Uh, number six, Scotto. Uh, kind of appeals to me, 20 to 1 in the morning line, and uh, oh. we might get that. Uh, it's an easy horse to kind of make a mistake in in, in reading his, his form. There's actually a little ability here, and I see the horse showing some improvement in his last race. And uh, I really like when a horse shows improvement on a wet track who hasn't um, really been a good wet track horse beforehand. I think that's a really good sign that he's trying. Uh-huh. So um, this is a good long shot combination. I'm going to take a shot with the six. And basically, I'm making a win place bet here uh-huh. where – one part to win, two parts to place, because 20 to one shots come in second two times for every one time they win, okay. at least. If I'm going to push up some exactness after I've made my initial bet, my alls or my straight win bets, mm-hmm. I'll put the six up, one, three, five, and I'll reverse one, three, five. Most important, take the favorite and bet him an extra time or two with the 20 to one shot. All right. That 20 to one shot is number six, Scotto. Uh, Jackie Davis aboard uh, for the ride, the six in the second race. Uh, basically, it's a win-place bet because of the price, so make sure you get the cash on that, and uh, more often uh, bet it twice as much to place because of what Jerry just said with the uh, statistics. If you want to put uh, some exactas, uh, he suggests maybe one, three, and five in that race. Okay, now we'll go to Santa Anita. Yeah. Um Let's go to the final race, Ralph. Uh, Maltese Falcon at eight to one, and boy, the horse looks more like uh, two to one to me. Oh. Just really, really fantastic-looking horse to me. Uh, what I love about the horse is clearly came into form in September, and you can see a little bit out of form after September, October, November. In his last race, he really looks like he's he's racing again. He got stuck behind a really slow pace with a fast come home, and he didn't lose a step at all. In fact, he gained quite a bit into that slow finish. I mean, to that fast finish. Mm-hmm. I love this horse today. The seven, Rosario up is only a winner, is only a win for me. I love the seven over the one, two, five, eight, and 11. Seven over one, two, five, eight, and 11 in reverse. But if you get eight to one, you should start off with a really good win bet. And that's a good spread as well with your link ups. In the ninth and final race, you like the seven, Maltese Falcon, the seven. Uh, the spread is a little bit large, but the link-ups include 1, 2, 5, 8, and 11, and reverse. Don't forget that reverse uh, always helps out because uh, you could be a if little this bit. helps. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If this helps, people, the 5 was the last one I put in my turn. That would be the one that's going to get the least amount of money in my spread. Okay. And that's the ninth race at Santa Anita. I uh, want to remind everybody again that Jerry J's power page is for all of Santa Anita. And Jerry J's Power Pages for all of Aquac, available right now at jerryjspowerpage.com.
All right, we're wrapping it up. I want to thank you so much for being in studio, John. You'll be back with us tomorrow? Yeah, look forward to it. All right, and uh, we will, of course, make way for the next great show coming up. Don't, don't leave. Stay right there where you're at. We'll see you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, Jerry has just one more thing to say, and he's going to say it. Say it, Jerry. Have a great rich day, everybody. <laughs>